Welcome to Talking with T.O.P. Podcast. Talk from a guy and his group of people from all walks of life. T.O.P. will be sharing knowledge and experiences and some great stories that might shed some insight into someone listening to help them with their own life. Don't miss out, as it should be pure entertainment with T.O.P. And welcome back to Talking with T.O.P. I got my son here today, um, Johnny Desaro, um, kid who I call him my son. Um, he's now a full-grown man. When I met him, uh, he had just come here from Fiji, him and his brother, and um, they started playing rugby with us. And they played the sevens with us. They, they played the second side with us. They were the they were the young, um, good-looking, fast guys. They were the dumb, <laughs> old, um, old guys. But um, yeah, it's been a pleasure um, knowing him, getting to know his family, um, and, and just being a part of his life. And uh, I, I'm, I'm here to uh, you know promote him, the Ronins, Westside Ronins. They're trying to make their uh, journey back to the uh, national championships for the sevens. Yes, sir. So let him uh, introduce himself and tell you a little bit about himself, and uh, we'll get into it. Go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate that, Father. Um, but uh, yeah, my name is Chana Naisaro. Uh, I was born and raised in Fiji. I uh, came to America with uh, my mom and my sister. Um, I yeah, I first experience in in America with rugby was with the uh, Valley Kangaroos, and then played Liberty High School, Liberty Patriots. Um, then uh, years later, played sevens with you. Um, actually came over to play sevens with my brother because we were following our friends, uh, you know, f- popular guys in Seattle, Ishii and Philly. So definitely was a great decision coming over to play for Seattle or uh, OPSB, I think, at the time. Yeah, it was OPSB. Yeah, OPSB. So it was, that was a great uh, great decision by, by uh, me and my little brother. And, you know, the rest is history. And, and uh, um, from there... Um, you know, we were with OPSB, actually, you know, I would say the inception of the Ronins, um, you know, had, had, that had something to do with it, because we were with OPSB, Seattle OPSB, you know, then it became Seattle Saracens, um, we decided to create the Ronins, uh, because, you know, we wanted a, a club where we could all play, play together, uh, you know, me and my buddies, uh, and that's kind of you know short version of how how the Ronins was you know related to that just from us meeting. Yeah. You know, it's pretty crazy. So um, speaking of issue Philly, those were two um, really great rugby players who came over. But, Amazing. Um, yeah. It was it was really started by uh, Waisali Sarabi coming over here, um, and uh, you know you had a lot of other people Fijian. Uh, people came, and and that was a lot of um, uh, a big a big push. I think, in in, in my opinion, it was from um, Sig Sig Cole. Uh, yeah, which you just had the Sig Sevens. Yes, sir. Um, Sig used to love to go to Fiji, and he he developed some relationships with a lot of people in Fiji. Um, your co- your current coach right now, William Rostaleka. Yep. Um, his wife, um, and a lot of people there on the island, and. Uh, he really loved the culture and fell in love with, you know, the Fijian people. Yeah. All, I mean, really all the Polynesian people. Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned Sig because, um, you know, Sig was a humongous part of, of our 
journey together and when i say our i mean my my little brother and i uh, simeone um he used to help us uh with rides to practice rides to tournaments when we couldn't pay for some tournaments he would he had he had our back you know 100 percent uh and before that it meant a lot because before that we would be catching buses to practice so you know he's the way that he just took us in um, you know, really meant a lot to, to me. Come to find out that was a story for a lot of the guys our age and, you know, older than us, younger than us. He made such an impact on, on people. Um, you know, I said I'm glad you mentioned SIG because we just, on Saturday, this past Saturday, we did the SIGI 7s, something I'm really proud of, you know, to to do something in, in remembrance of SIG. You know, um, and to for it to be sevens related, and that was my connection with him. And then also, you know, as I did the research with with Sig, talking to his brother Harold, um, came to find out he had started his own um, foundation in a sense, like the endowed scholarship. Or the yeah, Sig- yeah, and it benefited benefited the younger uh, rugby players at Central. So. It was perfect, you know. He he is basically like he he gave us the he gave us the alley oop. All we had to do was dunk it, you know. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, Siggy didn't start playing rugby until he was probably I think it was twenty five. So he was he was a swimmer. He swam at Central. Oh, that's um, why he was so fit. Yeah, so he was a swimmer. <laughs> you know, he was very um, breakable. But, you know, he broke he broke a lot. Right? He broke his wrist a few times. He, um, you know, broke his. His, his his ankle, you know, did a lot of different things, um, and uh, but he he was very very um, enthused and, and very energetic in the rugby scene for for many many years um, up to the day he died, and uh, you know he he was a very very good friend of mine. Yeah, he was quite inspirational um, to to a lot of people, and um, you know, I know you were we were talking the other night up at Shane Donovan's house, and Shane said the same thing. You know, he he paid for a lot of his things. Yeah, yeah. Him out and, you know, helped he helped a lot of guys in in the rugby community, and I, I'm super proud that you you know have done this for in Sig's honor for the last I think three. In between, it was 2020 oh, when right. nobody did anything. Yeah. yeah, but you know, obviously, you know, he made an impression on you. Absolutely, to, for you to you know do something in honor of him, which which isn't you know, I, I consider him like family myself. That's awesome. And um, for you to do that, you know, there there should be more awareness of it because he was a big, um, he, he did cast a big shadow in the rugby community, not yeah. just here in the Pacific Northwest, but. I think globally he did. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of what you're trying to do right now is you're fulfilling those footsteps as well um, of, you know, starting the Ronins. Right. You know, trying to, you know, helping these guys and, and, and helping, you know, rugby grow in, in the Northwest and keeping it alive in the sevens, you know, with, yeah. with the Ronins. And, and that's amazing because, you know, you've done a lot in – in this short period of, of time in your life, yeah, if you, think, if you really think about it, and you continue to push on, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, thank so, you, thank you for saying that. That yeah. means a lot. So, <clears throat> tell me a little bit more about you know the team this year, and and let's talk about the past and how it started. How did the Ronin start? 
So, yeah, the Ronins, um, you know, if we're talking from the inception of the Ronins, you know, it was years ago. Uh, but the the idea of the Ronins was basically just a bunch of friends, you know, a group of friends, me and my little brother and our, our friends, our cousins, our uncle. You know, we all played rugby and, you know, how the Ronins came about was just that it was just a group of friends that wanted to play on one team together, you know, and, you know, uh, at the time, you know, all all of us were at different levels of rugby, you know, so some of us were, were playing higher level and then some of us were playing more amateur club level and, but we were, but we, you know, we drank kava together almost every Friday night. Bula, bula. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we drank coffee together. We went out to dinner, lunch together. We went to the movies, you know. So we were just we were just friends, you know. And it came a point where we realized, you know, we really enjoyed rugby when we were doing it together. You know, it didn't matter what level uh, everyone was at, you know. And uh, um, I would say the 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 inception of the idea was 2012 when um, you know me and my my little brother you know uh guys like Chopi Motokana who's pretty you know popular in the rugby community in the nation you know and uh my cousin Martin my uncle Gus you know uh the twins they they they're very popular um they're very popular guys as well in our community their dad is their dad I believe played with you yeah. Levy yeah, yeah Levy Tamaivena so Siti and Suli we all went to go play uh in California we played for Fiji Day you know, we won that tournament and we had a blast and we kept, we kept, we kept on saying how we should always play together, you know. Yeah. And that didn't happen until about 2015. That was really the first year of Ronins was 2015. And that's when we had our trial run. You know, it was off the whim. It was unplanned. And, you know, that was the best part of it was we were just doing whatever we wanted, you know. So- it, it was mostly Fijians, correct? Yes, it was. It was. It started. Ninety percent of it was Fijians. It started with us Fijian boys. You know, I mean, it's sevens. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. that's <laughs> that's what that we were crazy about sevens. So yeah, it started with us Fijian boys. But you know, that that's not to take away from any of the other boys that came in. The you know the Tongan boys, the Samoan boys, you know the American boys. It it, it became a. It became like a, a beautiful blend of, of, of yeah, family. That's what rugby is. Rugby yeah. is like family. Absolutely. Right? You but, said you the know, magic you, words. You know, when you kind of started, it, it, it was kind of like, you know, back home, the village, you know, yeah. playing, just didn't care, just throwing the ball around. Yeah, having fun. Having fun and, yep. you know, and drinking kava and singing and, yeah. and, and, and just, you know, kind of reliving that. You yeah. Know, yeah. Of, of, of how you started the, the journey of rugby, right? Yeah. You, you started it back here in Seattle. Yeah. Um, you know where, you know they were playing. A lot of these guys were playing for other other teams. Um, you know that's right. Seattle OPSB, you know, or, or wherever, right? Valley, Valley, yeah. You know, uh, you know there was also the Pacific Rovers. Or yes, Rovers, yeah. So, so you know, you, you kind of took it by the, you know, by the by the took the lead in it and said, yeah. hey, you know, we're, let's do this over here. Let's just have fun with it, right? Yeah, it yeah. Too serious. Um, but obviously, it became very serious because yeah. you know, guys, you guys, been contenders, and you know, for the national. Yeah, yeah, years, yeah. Of, of the blue. That's what happened. So in 2015, um, 
we with the same idea let's play together and then we decided well why don't we try out the seven series here and locally and about two two tournaments in we realized like oh shit we're pretty good at this you know and so then i i had i had went out i went online went to usa rugby and researched like what does it take to be you know to to have a national like what what are the requirements you know found out how to register teams and stuff so then you know the boys and i talked about it once again uh, and we were, we decided well let's just use this year as a as a as a test run and then we'll properly register you know our um our team the year after which was 2016 and you know i'll i'll have to say i've, I've you know hats off to to Miley Taufa for that one because you know i brought it to the table i was like this is what all it takes and you know some of us were very ambitious we're like oh let's do it and then he was that he was the one who actually said that and made a lot of sense we're like all right let's you know so we had fun 2015 we did a test run 2016 we properly registered our team with USA Rugby and you know we went to the all the qualifiers we you know registered our players and and did you know we did our due diligence as far as a club should you know but um we we still were just this team that just with a group of friends were some of us were like in our early 20s mid 20s and we were just kind of you know doing what we love but we realized like we're kind of okay at this and let's try to see how far we can take this i'm sure that probably made a lot of memories for all you guys oh man yeah that's that's the journey you know we we, we've all kind of walked i walked that journey you know in my mid 20s you know yeah when um I started with OPSB, and then we had a bunch of guys kind of leave and retire, and we had to rebuild, right? Yeah. And it was it, it was the struggle um, of building a rugby club, but, you know, I didn't know anybody really here in Seattle, but these guys became automatically family to me. Yep. And, and so it's Absolutely. the same thing with you, I'm sure, you know. You knew these guys, but during that struggle and going through those pains and then, you know, getting it all, you know, the labor intense of getting signed up, getting yeah, DP'd, that's when we got close. Yeah, you know that, that's that's not easy. You know that's not an easy thing to do. And, yeah, and, and you guys are, are doing it now and maintaining that. Yeah, and uh, you know it takes a significant level of commitment. You know, from absolutely from, from administrators, right? To yeah, the club. I mean, you, you know, I was talking to your wife Anna the other night, and and you know she went out and got you guys a five hundred one c three, right? That's not easy. Yeah. That's not easy. So you guys are a full nonprofit now. Yep. Right? You can accept donations. Exactly. You know, you guys are doing the right steps to to keep rugby growing right yeah. here in Washington. You know, I was out at training the other night. You had me out. when You guys had probably close to 40 guys out the other night, right? You have a U23 team. Yeah. You got two sides. And you, you got people running all over the place. And, and you know, so that's, that's great to see that, you know, that, that fruit of – what you started, yeah, you know, with probably 10, 14 guys, yeah, yeah, growing, right? yes. Um, and, and tell me about the kind of players you, you've had on the team over the years. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, from the beginning, you know, in two thousand sixteen, it was mostly island boys. You know, uh, we had we had Samoans, Tongans, and Fijians on the team, and we had. We had one Palangi. <laughs> we had one Palangi guy. His name's Ian Adams. Uh, you know, but uh, funny, funny thing. I'll tell a little side story. For you guys that didn't know uh, what Palangi means, it's white boy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, okay, thank you for, you. thank you for clarifying that. But yes, you know, funny little story about Ian Adams. You know, he'd be he's the only uh, Palangi on this on this uh, team full of Islanders, and people will look at every Islander and then with the ball in their hand and then pick him to run straight at, and all of us would be like, yeah. Wrong guy, you know. So, uh, well, well, he he's a hitter, you know. He he definitely is a. He, I I always joked like there's a reason why that's the only that's the only white boy on our team. Yeah. There, there's a reason why he made it, yeah. and so. But that that was uh, you know the, the, our first year that was the case, and then I think one of the most one of the biggest things I'm proud of, you know, when we started the team, it was like that. It was majority Islanders. About you know three three seasons in, and you know one of the other things I'm proud of is that we created an environment be- just because we we created an environment that we wanted to play in, and that was you know um, that was affirmed by other people wanting to become part of that environment. You know, yeah. so about three seasons in, the other thing that I'm proud of is that uh, we we then went from a Samoa, Tonga, and Fijian team to who we had all sorts of people on our team up to this very day, you know, and it's it's honestly something that we're very proud of, like, uh, you know, the fact that we're a diverse team, that's one of the things, if you ask each player on our team, that's one of the most, um, that's one of the biggest things we're proud of, and, and you know, having an open door to any level of rugby player, and and doesn't matter whether you're an Islander anymore. You just, you just come be part of the family. You know, we're yeah. just, at the end of the day, we're just we're just creating a family. You know, and we just want to whoever wants to come and be part of the family. You know, let's 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 uh, take the journey together. You know, I've, for sure since starting the Ronins, my network of uh, uh, friends. You know, I've met so many great people um, just by just from the being involved in starting the Ronins, being part of it. You know, yeah. being part of the Ronins. Yeah, and it was good for me because, like, you know, I, I went to the City Sevens um, this past weekend and uh, at, in, down at Tacoma, you know, and you had the fields down there. And, and uh, it was good to see, you know, all the family there, you know, and you had yeah. William Salad cooking. And, yeah. You know, while he's, he's trying to coach as well. And you, you, you yeah. You there, Anna's there. Um, you know, and just to see, you know, some of the boys from the Seawolf supporting you guys. You know, um, Martin Seffo was there. You know, Andrew Dutala was there. Yeah, yep. Pate was there. You know, so it was good. You, that, yeah. You know, you had some really high-level people there. Yeah. Know, supporting what was going on. And, and that's all brought on by yourself. Not anybody else, you know. I mean, maybe the club, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's something that it was your idea. Right? No, I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and hopefully it continues to grow, you know. Yeah, thank you for saying that. community. Yep. Um, so... You know that—that's what rugby's always been about to me. Is it's yep. always been family, and you know, kids are always welcome. You know, your wives are always welcome. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, the, the boys will be the boys, right? And, Absolutely. And the stories, you know, go on and on. So we're open <laughs> books, right? Yeah. Amongst each other, and uh, so you know, so it's like one of the best things that you know. My story with you is always one of the best. Is you know when I took Simi to the strip club. <laughs> and, yeah, and, I'm still and, mad about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he was 18, and you know, we yeah. had a strip club, me, Siggy, you know, Chafee, uh, and Russell Armstrong. 
Yeah. It was the best because you were so bitter about it. So you never missed a practice. I ne- never. That's <laughs> the rest of that season. I was at practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a, um, that I remember that like it happened yesterday. Cause, um, you know, Simi and I would, would be one practice. He'd be missing one practice. I, I won't go. And then that, you know, that, that practice probably is like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna chill tonight. And then he comes back later, and then he, of course, you know, 18 years old, big-eyed, just couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, the one practice I didn't go to, the, yeah. he gets to, you, you and Sig, you guys all took him out, and yeah, you're right, I never missed a practice again after that. Yeah, but that was the same thing, I mean, those yeah. summers you play with us, and, and I, you know, I played, I never was, never was, a, was a sevens player, but, you know, I, I got talked into by Siggy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we oh, I'm lost. glad. We had a great time together. We never lost. Yeah, Every we had an we amazing had, time. You know? Yep. And uh, it was the same. We never really practiced, never really trained. You yeah. Know, show up and, you know, just throw a ball around. Yeah, so yeah. We, we had the OPSB first team. Yeah. You know, we um, would just practice they against them. Yeah. Yeah. They were national, yeah, they were national champs that year. Yeah. They were running and doing lines and we're like, eh. Passing the ball around. Yeah. That was the best part, you know, was, was we were building our own thing while they were building their own thing. Right? Yeah. But I think we had more fun. Oh, absolutely. I had a blast. I would have had more fun if I went to the strip club, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Next time. <laughs> so, um, tell, me who, tell me about the team um, that you guys had last year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the journey last year you guys had, I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but. Yeah. It was pretty amazing run for you guys. Tell me a little bit about last year. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It was an amazing year. Um, last year would have been our fifth season in existence. And, you know, that's one thing about our growth as a club, you know, and, and it says a lot to us, the ones that were there in 2015, uh, that, you know, what we believed at the time was true. You know, we believed in something, and we were we were right. You know, that's that's what I'm trying to say. We were right. Um, right about what? We were right about what we what we thought about ourselves. What you believed. In. What I believed. What we believed in. You know, what we tried to we tried to create a team of local boys that that you know we we looked at each other and were like, we're we're good enough to be at national level too. And last year was uh well the first year was 2019 that's when we first made it to national that was uh that was our third year so actually I, i'm mistaken to last year would have been our fourth season okay fourth season 2020 doesn't count so last year would have been our fourth season in existence so 2019 we made it to nationals you know the twins came back from from college at this time they were able to join <laughs> uh, Siti, Siti Veni and, and Suliasi Tamivena, sons of Levi. Yeah. Levi. Where were they going to school at? They, uh, they went to Juco at uh, Mount Sac. To, they were both linebackers. And then one of them went to Utah. Uh, and then the other one went to Texas. I don't remember the exact names of the colleges. But they, uh, Suliasi was a captain of his uh 
of his football team at, at D1 level, uh, middle linebacker. City uh, was a middle linebacker as well, and they were, you know, they're, they're amazing athletes, you know. Their, their uncle and their dad played for Fiji 7s yeah. and 15s. I think their uncle played for the 15s team. So, you know, they have rugby flowing through their, their, their veins, basically. And they came back from college after we you know, went to Fiji Day together after we started the whole thing. They left for four years. They were gone for maybe more than four years, but they came back just in time. And we we went to the 2019 season together. Uh, we went to uh, the Nationals that year. And then last year, you know, we we, uh, we missed 2020. We, we tried, you know, we tried it again last year. And um, we went, you know, we were we had a really amazing team last year, to be honest. You know, um, there were there were talent. There was talent all across the roster. You know, all across the board, and uh, you know, it it was an amazing year, regardless of the results. It was an amazing year. It was a, it was a great year for our family. You know, and you know, for a team that is that was in their fourth season of existence. You know, even though we, you know shed tears and cried like little babies after the tournament to be honest to do that in our first fourth season yeah. uh that's something to be proud of you know and we we're, we're all very proud of that i think when you know whenever the you know when you have that competitive spirit you don't ever forget the, that pain you know that's always in the way but sometimes when that pain subsides um it's something amazing i think that's something that's pretty amazing for a team to start from nothing yeah you know, you know and, and to do it, you know, you, you guys had to do it against probably one of the best teams in the nation, <coughs> the WAC. Yeah. Consider, right? Which is Mike Palafal, you know. Yeah. Long, Legends. You know, yeah, those guys, guys are legendary are men. RB circuit. You know, Absolutely. Sevens, you know. Yeah. And you guys are up against them, and you guys are the kind of, you know, kind of getting the backhand. Oh yeah, we we were the little brothers, that's for sure. Yeah, we were the little brothers, and and to be honest, you know, uh, those years that they were they were the team to beat in those years when we started our team. So yeah, you're right. Like us, we had no business starting our team in the area of America where we're starting our team. Yeah. But you know that that goes to, to that you know goes to share, to to show like we we were really gonna back ourselves, you know. And 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 to be honest, you know, much respect to to Mike and Lomi and Peter Tybee. William was even on their team, yeah. you know. Um, they were they were legends, and we looked up to all of them. Uh, but you know, they made us better. You know, yeah. playing, practicing against them. There we would scrimmage against them. You know, our, our first side against them, our second side against our first side against them as well. Um, to be honest, like I, I always tell those guys and Pate, Pate coaches for a year. Pate was, uh, you know, part of their uh, team as well, and I always tell them, you know, every every bit of success we have, we owe we owe at least a little bit to them because yeah. they helped us. You know, they helped us with the competitiveness and, and, and stuff like that along the way. That's great because, you know, Seattle's, Seattle's a big, huge – People, a lot of people don't know this, but it's, it's a big, huge rugby town. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's big, you know. And, Absolutely. And it, 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 it grew considerably, you know, um, with OPSB and Seattle merging and then, you know, playing in the Super League, playing in the Canadian League. And then a lot of talent coming here. I mean, we had um, Lysali Sarevi here. We had uh, Ben Gollings come here. Uh, uh, 
Santi Gomez, Cora, Conner, yep, yep. You know, um, and, and you were playing against those guys and, and, and being coached by those guys and yeah. just being around those guys, um, which helped Seattle, you know, the Seattle community, rugby community. Just Absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so it was very instrumental in, in helping a lot of the clubs and, and, and a lot of the players, the younger players that now, you know, sitting in, in the Romans playing with the Romans, right? Yeah. You, you see so much here. Um, in Seattle, you, know, you have the Sea Wolves here, so you yeah, know a lot of rugby. Um, but it's great, you know. It's it's a it's been a great thing for anybody who's a rugby fan, pretty much here. Or, or, Absolutely, know, who's, who's involved in rugby. Yeah, I mean, I have tons of friends that are not from Seattle that say they came to play rugby in Seattle because of the way rugby has been growing out here. You know, they and they'll even confirm that, you know, some of them will have gone back to their hometowns after, you know, a seven season or a couple of seasons in 15s and sevens. And they'll they I've heard them admit to me, you know, uh, um, they became their progress in their rugby, you know, in their rugby like journey went from. You know, it catapulted when when they came to Seattle and when they left. You know, so yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, Seattle, Seattle is is one of the meccas of rugby for sure in in the states. Yeah, you know, it was, it's crazy. You know, because you know, when I was growing up, it was always like you know, um, the San Diego scene, the New York scene. You know, different scenes like that where you could recruit these big players because who wouldn't want to live in San Diego, right? Right. And we were, you know, me. I was coaching, I'm not coaching, but I'm playing rugby the beach and stuff like that. We always tried to recruit kids, uh, men, young men, I should say, um, to come play here in Seattle. It was tough because they had a choice to go play in Seattle, I mean, San Diego or L.A. or something like that, Belmont Shore. And it, it was tough getting people to come here, but not anymore. Yeah. Right? Um, no, not anymore and, at all. And so the weather is not conducive to San Diego or L.A., but... The rugby is a lot better. Oh, yeah. The family's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so you have the journey now. You're starting the journey, right? Yeah. You just had the City Sevens. Practices are now ramping up. Yep. For the Sevens, right? Yeah. And so how does the team look this year? Uh, the team is the team is looking good. Um, and, and to be very honest, you know, we're going through our, at the very moment, we're going through our growing pains of, of uh, you know, uh, you know, I I just told the players today. Actually, you know, taking a loss in that final in the in the, in the national competition, you know, it's not like just losing a league match on Saturday. You know, it's not like lo- it's it's not like losing to any old uh, any old team and any old match. You know, that takes a toll on players, and and uh, that's you know that the growing pains of that is happening. And once again, like I said, we're a very young club. You know, this is our fifth season. I, I if I'm right, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. This is our sixth season. So sixth. No, no 2020. Though. No 2020. So yeah. So yeah, did I say 2020? So yeah, this is our fifth season. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, the, you know we're a young club and we're learning how to take those L's. You know, we're learning how to how to pick ourselves up. I should say after that, you know. And um, but as far as talent, this is. Uh, even me, this is one of the most talented teams I've ever seen, um, especially you know on our on our the, our first twelve men, and then you know into like. 
probably half of our second side, um, and it's it's amazing. We're we're going to once we get you know once we get rolling this year, it's going to be I I'm you know I put my money on us. You know it's going to be hard to stop this team once once everyone's gelled in together. Once everyone's kind of you know gotten off that uh, that 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 feeling of of like you know the the pain. You know so you know you know. In life, you know, failure is success, right? Failure leads mm-hmm. to success, you know, and, and losing is not the end of the world, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it, but it's that period in between where, yeah. where you have to pick yourself up, you yeah. know? That it's, it's the psyche of, of knowing that, you know, it's not the end of the world and, and that you know you, you're going to come back, right? You're going to come back. Absolutely. Come back stronger, harder. It's, it's, the, it's the commitment of training. It's the commitment not when you're training. Yeah, it's, it's the commitment to look in the boys' eyes and say, "Hey, we're gonna fucking do this." Yep, shit, right. Uh, Absolutely, artists, right? So a lot of that, you know, you know, step really depends on the leadership in the team, right? And yeah, who's gonna step up and be the leaders? That's true, man. And and every team needs that. You know, every team needs. You know, it's one thing to have a coach, but every team needs like players. Yeah. You know that that's that, I feel like that's a normal part of a team. Players are there's leaders within the the player circle. Yeah. You know the guys who the guys who are um, you know they're preaching to the boys. They're the ones who when the boys are down they pick them back up and motivate them to go. When they're going great, he's telling them you know patting them on their back and telling them good job and keep going. You know every team needs that and you know this year you know the those men they're they're gonna step up on our team. Yeah. That's for sure. Because you know in rugby, you know we, we, we don't you don't have the coaches on the field like you do in a lot of other sports. No, yeah. So it's 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 those seven guys absolutely on the field who have to figure the shit out. That's a great know, point. When, when it's when it's that time on the field, it's not yeah. a coach is going to implement a play, call a timeout, and say, "Hey, water break, whatever." Right? You have those seven minutes on the field. Yeah. With those seven men. Yeah, we don't have you, our you game. Have, you have to figure it out together. Yeah, like our games aren't, you know, meticulously drawn out like how uh, American sports are. You yeah. know, it comes a point where it's just up to the players on the field yeah. to, to, you know, it's a game of uh, where we improvise all the time, yeah. you know. So yeah. you're absolutely it's, it's, right. It's the vision. It's the, you know, commitment and, and the, the, you know, faith in each other, right? Absolutely. It's that. It's that. Yeah. Slide, you know, defense, yeah. tackle. It's, it's, yeah, and it's not throwing the ball away in a bad at, at, at a crucial time, right? Right. Or taking the lead, you know, for granted or doing all that because you know, as we all know, that that, that can go away in an instance in a seventh game. Right? Yep. You can put three tries up in three minutes or, or less. Yeah, right? three three minutes in sevens is a long yeah. time. <laughs> Two yeah. minutes yeah. and a minute and a half is yeah. a long time. Uh, those of you who don't know. They're 65 yards <coughs> and 110 yards long. And so you figure you got seven guys doing that versus seven guys. Yep. And you're running that for seven minutes, right? Two halves, right? So you get you get a little break. Yeah. And then you're back on it, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's a lot of running. So yeah. you got a lot of thoroughbreds, a lot of horses. you got a lot of speed out there. Yeah. But you also have a lot of power. Absolutely. You know, so let's talk about the rosters that you're having this year. Who, who's who's the highlight of the roster? <laughs> uh, well, you know, the 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 beautiful thing is we still have a lot of the boys that were there from the beginning. 
2000, the 2015-16 season. A lot of those boys are still there. You know, Chopper Motokan is still there. So shout out. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Shout him out, man. I, I'm shouting him out right now. Uh, yeah, Chopper Motokan is still there. Uh, Sami Maafu, one of our power men, uh, he's still there. Um, you know, we got a player uh, that, that moved over here. Uh, from Fiji, actually played for the Fiji Sevens team under Ben Ryan. His name is Sevu Tawake, you know, um, Danger Man. He's out there too. Uh, and uh, we have Shane Shane Moore, Shane Donovan Moore. Everyone, I mean, if you don't know Shane Donovan Moore and you've been in Sevens in America, then you don't know Sevens in America yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. He's, yeah, for sure. Shane is on our team. Uh, Dion Crowder is on our team. And they recruited over DeMonte Noble, who's currently with uh, USA Sevens right now, uh, an electrifying player. He's on our team this year. Um, we also have Mile Taufa, one of the guys that still that was there from the beginning, helped build the team. I would call some of these guys, they're co-founders of, of the team. You know, in Mile, Sa, Sami, Chopi, they're, they're that. Uh, the Twins. They're with us this year. Um, just got to convince them to stop playing soccer. <laughs> That's an inside joke to them. <laughs> and then, no, City and Suli are with us. And they're, you know, last year we had City on the team without Suli. Uh, this year, so happy to have both of them together. And they play, you know, no one knows what they're doing on the field except for them you know their their chemistry with each other is 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 incomparable and yeah. and they are you know they're like just like their uncle they're pride about they're prideful about their defense you know yeah. so they're willing to to, to tackle anyone yeah. um but yeah that's just to name a few i mean i'm I, i'm missing a couple of really uh key guys yeah yeah no if i missed your name i apologize I, you know i love no, you but, you know at the end of the day you know there, there's so much so much. How do you how do you get them all to gel? You know, that's, yeah. that's gonna be the thing, right? Absolutely. You know, how do you get them all to play together? Yep. You know, it's, it's like so many teams, you know, in different sports have had so many big name players. That's so that, true. You know, if they, you can't get them to gel, um, you know, that's 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 the hard part, right? Everybody yeah. has the talent and the ability. It's just getting them to gel, and so that's that's gonna be, you know, um, I, mean, I, I think you know your guys is. Challenge for the, yeah. Is this for this year, yeah. like you said, there's, I mean, any of those guys on those fields can play for a national team anywhere. You know? Absolutely. You know, yep. be on a circuit almost, you know, on yep. a B team. Um, but it's just going to be getting them together to trust each other. Yeah, and, yeah. And believe in each other, which I think they do. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, it will show up on the field when... Yeah. Down. When you're down by a try. No, for and sure. And you got, you know, a minute 30. Yeah. You know, can, you, can you make that try? Can you convert the kick and then get the ball back and win the game? Right. right. And uh, that's, what it, that's what it's going to boil down to. So, um, so your first, your first game, um, your first tournament is going to be where? Well, our first uh, tournament, our first uh, qualifier tournament was Siggy Sevens this past Saturday. Well, that was a that was a qualifier, oh, okay. yep. And, uh, you know, we were proud to have it as a qualifier and for it to be named after Siggy. 
so that was our first qualifier. We had one the weekend before that, which was a social tournament. You know, we try to enter our team into almost every tournament if we can, just because of, you know, to, to speak on what you're saying, you know, that, that gelling thing, it's, it's chemistry, you know. And so we try to play in as many tournaments together for the chemistry so we everyone knows how each other plays, the, you know, each, each individual's uh, habits and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, we had... You know, our first qualifier was last week. Our next one is this week on Saturday. Um, we have the this week is in Portland, uh, Portland, Oregon, and then the next two is in July. Um, and and this this year, the way the series is going, the four uh, qualifiers um, after the last one, you know, you gain points through the qualifiers through your placing in the tournament. Um, after the last one, the first two teams, the, the two teams that gathered the most points, they automatically go to nationals. There's no more uh, playoffs. There's no more ACR1 playoffs where the, the West Coast all play against each other. We get we get two teams from north from the Northwest to go. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, so now we, we finished one. We gained the most points that you could gain in the tournament. We gained that this past, uh, this past Saturday. Um, uh, and then this coming Saturday you know obviously our goal in every qualifier is to is to to capture the most points that we can you know uh, first place is is our goal you know that's great that's great and so you know by going through these things right obviously Portland it's it's a little bit of a travel yep Um, what's the next two after that that you're you're looking at hitting so July 9th is uh, Bellingham? It's the Can-Am Sevens. Ho- yes, hosted by Chuckanut. Yep, yeah. that was that we had we had some good times at that tournament. <laughs> yep, we sure did. Uh, and then the week after that, which is July 16th, I believe, we go back down to Portland, but to a different club who's hosting it, um, and that will be the last qualifier and from that day we find out on july 16th that day we find out who goes to nationals and and who doesn't you know and uh you know that so it's it's an exciting this is an exciting part of the summer you know this yeah. makes makes uh makes rugby sevens fun is going through this this uh this roller coaster ride you know it's 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 full of drama and it's you know full of full of rugby yeah. <laughs> in, 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 if you looked here in seattle you wouldn't believe it was summer yet been like no, yeah. 50 to 60 our, our summer is goose stepping the hell out of us right now. <laughs> For the Fijian boys and the Paulies, you know, they're probably freezing. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's Seattle. So, you know, if you've been here long enough, you get used to it. Um, so, where's Nationals at? Uh, that's the thing. Uh, they still uh, un- they still haven't, um, you know, decided where that's going to be at you know so all we can do is wait and prepare for it and um you know until they say you know it feels odd that they haven't picked the city yet but hey you know that's not something we control you know we're fully we're fully focused on what we can control and that's you know playing on saturday training on tuesday and thursday you know trying to raise raise funds so when they do decide um, where we need to go, you know, that we are ready for it. And, you know, that's that's one thing, you know, I, I didn't mention earlier. Uh, when we went to the 2019 uh, Nationals, you know, we looked around and we were this team of friends that made it to Nationals. And we had uh, we had a cooler 
that had our drinks in it and we had a second cooler that had like cliff bars and snacks in it you know our, our our families went to go pick up pick us up lunch but we looked around i looked around i remember i made a mental note of this i looked around and we're there with you know there's athletic clubs there there's you know academies and there's tables with just you know with the spread on it you know sandwiches all cookies whatever and i look at us i look at our tent and you know i'm like man you know it it didn't it wasn't something negative to me but it just i I was actually proud you know and i was like man we made it we made it and and you know you kind of bootstrapped it back yeah like you you made it by the playing field but you also have to raise funds yeah we have to raise funds absolutely yeah and Yeah, we're taking 13 men, and and you know last year we last year we lucked out because it happened here at home. Yeah. Um, so you know as far as travel and accommodations, you know, uh, you know thanks to uh, Simi Simi and I's uh, pops, you know he got us uh, hotel rooms just so we could stay together as teams last year. But you know we didn't have to worry much about funds last year, yeah. but this year we do. You know, and this year, you know, once again, we're, we're not an athletic club. We're not an academy. We're just a group of a group of friends from Seattle that want to uh, play sevens, you know. So, you know, we, we'll have to raise funds here and we'll have to, you know, um, we'll have to, you know, definitely put in the work, you know. So speaking of raising funds, so um, like I said, you know, kind of alluding back to earlier in the conversation, um, you guys are a, a, a full... 501c3 nonprofit. Um, you guys can accept donations and their charitable donations to yeah, your club. Absolutely. Um, you guys are also looking to, you know, you guys have a bunch of boys on the team that would be willing to, you know, donate time and and a hundred percent for, you know, for events or anything like that that you know can be um, paid for as charitable donations as well. Yeah. Um, you guys are doing a lot of things to raise money because I know what it takes to run a club. I've run, you know, two different clubs. Yep. And it, it's not cheap, right? To travel, especially from Seattle, especially with inflation going on now, flights, right. right? Hotels, everything. Everything's more expensive nowadays. And so, you know, um, so anybody who's listening out there, you know, um, if you guys want to, you know, chip in, help help the Ronins, you know, help, yeah. help, help these guys make their goal, hit their goal, achieve their goal, hopefully win a national champion this year. Yeah. We, yeah. We, even, even if they don't, you know, helping them get there um, to try to do this goal in their dream is, is would be greatly appreciated. Why don't you tell me about your um, GoFundMe account? Yeah, we have a GoFundMe page up right now, and, um, you know, just like, just like Father said, you know, we'd really appreciate. Um, I believe we'll post a link to that yeah, we'll with with this uh, uh, podcast interview. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, any donation, any amount, we is appreciated. Um, but you know, also we're you know we're looking to 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 we're looking for sponsorship. You know, um, and that can definitely be a conversation that that we'd love to have with anyone who's willing to sponsor and you know we're looking at immediately right now we're looking to partner with you know a a bar or you know bar owner or something like that with a restaurant you know for um socials and and such um you know so we're definitely looking to to you know grow as far as a talk to people about absolutely 
benefit the club. Yeah, and and yeah, and I mean, make no mistake about it. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, our our goal, our goal is to we're like I said earlier. You know, we're a team full of local Seattle boys. You know, our goal. Yeah, humongous families. Yeah, but our our goal, because we're from Seattle, you know, we grew up here. Our goal is to bring the championship back home. There's, you know, like none of us are resting until we do that. You know, and and our first three years, we didn't even make the nationals. Our our I think no, I think our third year we made it in 2019. We finally made it to national. We finished seventh sixth or seventh and then the year after which was last year we went back and we finished second and i told the boys i was like there's a pattern happening here the next step is number one you know and and uh you know obviously it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of you know the team has to make it happen but you know our goal is that you know our goal is to is to win it not we're not just trying to go and be one of the teams you know and and speaking from an old boy who's OPSB you know OPSB won eight national championships um and uh speaking about my son who who has has worn the OPSB jersey and who's yes sir um you know championship or not championships but you know, we won tournaments together. We won tournaments, and yeah, we were the you know we were part of the team that that won champion. Yeah, the, so the, the you know we got Donna, we got uh, Shane, who also Don. He actually the, played on that that team. Yeah, he, yeah. Won, he won a national championship with OPSB. So I, I'm calling out to all the OPSB old boys and OPSB um, community as well as Seattle. You know, Seattle listeners. You know, you guys too. You know, we're all we were, we became one. You know, if you can reach your pockets, you know, help these guys out. Help them realize the dream of, of what we what we did, what we achieved, because we know it was all struggle back then too. Right? Yeah, it wasn't easy. That means a lot to that means a lot to me. Yeah. So you know, you know, it, it would be good to have that national championship back in here. I know. Did the WAC win one? Yeah, the WAC won actually in 2019 when we first went to nationals. We placed seventh, I believe, and they were the champions of that yeah. tournament. But they only won one. The WAC has won one, yeah. yeah. But the WAC players were basically the Seattle players yeah, that Seattle, won. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they won. They were, the, yeah, same players, different yeah. clubs. Yeah. So, um, well, Seattle didn't win when it was always Beach. So okay. Went from Beach to WAC. <laughs> to WAC, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, to have, so that's nine basically uh, uh, national championships here in the Northwest. It's yeah. It's nice to have 10. Be nice to crown the Romans, um, you know, the tenth um, national championship. In yeah. The so, like I said, you know, I, I know it's difficult, you know, to um, to reach into your pocket, but you know, um, I would say these guys are all solid individuals. You know, the twins, Levy, yeah, Beach, yep, boys played. You know, we were running around at twelve and thirteen years old, running around. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of a lot of guys out there, you know, that are on the Ronins team that, that have local, like 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 you said, you ties. Know, yeah. Ties yeah. Here. Yeah. Luke, Luke is like an uncle to me, yeah, and Ravula, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, the thing is, is you know, let's let's you know, let's try to help them achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say um, before we close this up and wrap it up? No, I mean, I just, you know, I, I mean, I think it's appropriate. I just thank some people, you know, I just want to, I want to thank, uh, obviously, you know, I want to thank our wives, you know, like as rugby players, they're, they're the ones who, 
scenes. Yeah, not only behind the scenes, they're the ones who have to practice the most patience and perseverance as we're going through our uh, seasons and, you know, doing what we love, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, we do it because of passion and because of love of the game, you know. We don't, we don't get paid for it or anything. So, you know, much, much uh, appreciated to all of them. You know, not not just mine, but mine especially. <laughs> you know? uh, but um, also, you know, just want to say thank you to, to the Valley Kangaroo family. Um, they, you know, help us out a lot and and uh, allow us to to you know have a field to train on and you know which working on our partnership uh you know big shout out to kevin flynn as well and and seattle rugby uh you know partnering with them and you know um and i think besides that just the players you know the players make the the ultimate sacrifice you know coming to play and coming to train when we could be spending time with our kids and our wives and and you know trying to every year we have to make a conscious decision like we're gonna go chase this goal now and we're gonna do it you know and and the pay, the payment is at the end whether we get it or not you know so shout out to all of the boys we have a website yeah westsideronins.com um we do need to revamp our website so but yes it, it is there it, it does exist uh but you know we're we're definitely going through a a, a year of where we're kind of remodeling everything you know so um along with that you know when the results come on the field then the organi- the organization itself should be you know should be should be set well, you know, I I have really, you know, nothing but admiration and respect for you. And, you know, I appreciate I'm you, Father. I'm glad I call you my son, and I'm glad you call me Father or Pops, you know. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I want, I'm, I'm here for you, I'm here to help you, and uh, go ahead and, and if you have something else to say. No, I, I just wanted to literally say thank you for, for allowing me to do this, and for, you know, just literally, like, that's what SIG uh, was to me and to to see me you know always looking out you know with 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 nothing uh that like expected you know nothing uh expected from it just just because you want to uh help us out so i really appreciate you you know doing this and um you know just grateful thank you no worries no worries hey so this is this has come to an end of uh, talking shit with OPSB and, uh, with uh, TOP, excuse me. <laughs> and um, and so at the end of the day, you know, a, a lot of my podcasts are, are about rugby and about the family I developed here in Seattle. Um, they will get probably a little different, but right now this is what it is. This is this is what I know. This is what I really really love. Um, is is rugby the rugby people the, the rugby culture and so you know if you can dig in your pocket i'll post the uh, gofundme uh for the bus side romans and uh till the next time peace out and uh please enjoy this podcast i hope you enjoy this podcast yes sir thank you